0: Of course, if you guys are watching this, if you guys are seeing this, you've probably already seen the thumbnail that I believe we are in an opportunistic moment in the markets. I believe that the markets are presenting what could be seen as an opportunity of a lifetime. I personally can't predict out in the future more than a few years. I don't believe anyone can. But I do know that what we've seen as a result of stimulus in the economy, despite overwhelming negativity in the underlying performance of the economy and what can only be assumed will continue for the next few months, I'm bullish that another round of stimulus, which is looking even more optimistic as I sit here today than it was before, as we've had firm proposals in the Congress, the House of Representatives, and we're getting closer to a deal between Mnuchin and Pelosi. This of course was complicated, but potentially in a positive way for a stimulus bill by what we've heard of, which is now the news of uh, the president having contracted COVID and having tested positive. Now, we've seen a sell-off in the stock market, but that sell-off, that emotional reaction, I believe is being matched by a moment of opportunity. As we see the emergence of a stimulus bill as even more likely than it was before, this moment of opportunity, this sell-off, this momentary lurch downwards, I believe is opening up a window because the stimulus bill, especially with potentially a slightly more desperate, uh, uh, administration in the White House, they could potentially push through a bill, even if it's not the thing that makes everybody happy. And I've gone through and I've actually summarized what's going on in the negotiations. And I can show you just how close the negotiations are on a dollar figure. And it's very close. It's about $300 billion difference between what the right and the left are proposing. And given the circumstances, it feels like there will be a newfound energy to push through a deal. So with that in mind, I personally believe that we're looking at a moment of tremendous optimism and we're also going to be covering the news that the Nasdaq whale the one that of course was related to SoftBank as we've seen over the last six months who a lot of people are crediting the bullishness in the Nasdaq over the prior period of six to seven months they believe that this Nasdaq whale as they're calling it is now coming back to life. And this is all wrapping up a bundle of optimism that I'm planning to present to you and why I believe some of the best opportunities in the crypto market are ahead of us. Now, of course, I could be wrong. I've had my wrong days before, but I'm pretty strongly rooted in the belief that we're going to have another leg here of bullishness in the NASDAQ, as well as the altcoin markets, which in my my opinion, they're trading pretty much identically lately. So if you guys are excited for this episode, if you think it's going to bring you some value, then do me a favor and absolutely destroy those like buttons I see them we have 461 people in the house only a hundred likes feeling very lonely over there in the like button category if you guys can smash that like button give us a like spike we can get more viewers in here and spread this information around because I believe this episode today is very much so a necessary one as people are juggling unprecedented new levels of uncertainty in the markets and having the ability to both understand and interpret the tea leaves and see really what's coming down because I believe there's no bigger indication of bullishness in the market than another stimulus bill and that's just my belief that's what I'm sticking to and given the context of the moment we're in of the uncertainty we're in I believe that this could open up the door for a tremendous amount of positive growth we're also gonna be talking about some amazing altcoin news there has been some awesome news today and there's even more stuff we can talk about at the end of the episode during our Q&A so if you have some questions about particular altcoins I know I already see a super chat coming in I'll try to get to all these thank you Dee, for the $20 super chat I didn't see a question feel free to ask it again in a little bit um, but I'd love to essentially uh, get through this initial presentation and then we'll do a Q&A towards the end of the stream so if you guys are excited for that smash that like button and of course fire off any questions you have in the chat thanks again for all the super chats you guys rock just switching over to my Window view here, and we can get rocking. Alrighty, so first things first, Nancy Pelosi sounding optimistic on stimulus bill following the president's diagnosis. Now, this is, of course, the news of the day that has rocked the world, which is this diagnosis. And the latest uh, updates that I've heard are that the president is actually in a hospital, they're being rushed to a hospital, and that his symptoms are mild. But we really won't know how this is going to play out for another few days. And wherever you are in the world, wherever you sit on the political sort of pendulum, you know, I think we should always be wishing everyone good health. Um, so, you know, with that said, the biggest impacts that we're going to see are, you know, we saw a sell-off in the mainstream markets, we saw a sell-off in the Dow Jones, we saw a bit of a sell-off in the NASDAQ, as, you know, traditionally markets react negatively, you know, they've reacted very positively to this administration, and they're reacting negatively to this news, but I don't think it's all that uh Down and out as it's being presented. I actually made uh, some notes on what's going on with the most recent round of stimulus and the debates here. I see another super chat coming in uh, with Jacob Jingle, (laughs) John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. What's your take on EU announcement of their digital euro in 2021? We'll get to that. Uh, obviously, I think it's very bullish. I think the world moving towards a crypto economy is extremely bullish because now these assets can uh, be traded in the same sort of decentralized world that we're used to. I believe that even though these CBDCs are not going to be set up in the same way as Bitcoin with, you know, full decentralization to the front and uh, potentially more surveillance built in, probably a lot more surveillance built in, I still believe Believe It's a step in the right direction and that getting people understanding that crypto is a more secure and a more future proof form of money, a more consumer friendly form of money, a more beneficial form of value transfer that can actually create products that people benefit from on a whole new scale. I believe that any step forward towards that reality is a positive step. So I would obviously classify that as positive. Thank you for the super chat as well. Extremely generous of you guys. Uh, Thank you guys so much. Um, So here's what's going on with the stimulus bill. And I have this on a notepad, so that's why you guys aren't seeing it right now. But essentially, there's an airline bill that they are trying to get through because the airlines were about to lay off tens of thousands of workers, at least 20,000 workers. And American Airlines, United Airlines, the two largest airline carriers here in the United States, were essentially saying, hey, we'll give you a couple more days to get a bill through, which the Republicans actually blocked that bill. Um, But essentially, the airlines need to be bailed out Pure and simple, and uh, you're welcome to your own interpretation of whether or not they should be bailed out. Um, I've heard definitely smart people on all sides of this equation, but regardless, they're going to be given a few more days, and uh, at, this, at least at this stage, the piecemeal bill, which we saw that the Democrats were not in favor of a piecemeal bill, which I found that to be kind of interesting, um, but apparently the piecemeal bill that the Democrats sort of pushed through here was something for the airlines, got blocked, so it seems as though, although it seemed as though on the right, piecemeal was preferred, on the left, they wanted a, a whole package, what we saw is a blocking of the piecemeal deal. So there's five issues here, five core issues on the stimulus bill. First, unemployment. Second, schools. Third, uh, state and local government funding. Fourth, we have uh, tax credits, uh, uh, existing tax credits. And five, uh, deals for tracing, testing, and funding uh, to fight the virus. So the first uh, issue here is unemployment. And of course, uh, on the left, uh, there's a $600 figure per week for unemployment benefits plus another five weeks of coverage, whereas the Republicans want $400 per week with five less weeks of coverage. Uh, And then we have $208 billion for schools is what the left wants, and Republicans only want $150. So that's pretty close there, $50 billion. Uh, You know, on a governmental level, that's kind of spitting distance. Uh, We have Pelosi on the left want $417 billion for state and local governments, and the Republicans only want $250 billion. So that's about $150 billion there, $167 billion there, $77, whatever. Uh, Pelosi wants $57 billion for tax credits versus $25 billion. Again, uh, close close enough there. I think they'll figure that out. And then they want uh, a deal for tracing, testing, and funding. So altogether, they have agreed on stimulus checks, PPP, the Paycheck Protection Program, and uh, EIDL grants. And so those are big key issues. The PPP, the stimulus checks, and to me, that is one of the biggest parts of this. Uh, and so we're seeing that the total amount of dollar difference here is now about $360 million. And to me, this is something that can easily make its way through. $360 billion in the context of stimulus that is now running 5 to $6 trillion, to me, is just, uh, it's a rounding error, <laughs> as crazy as that sounds. And so to me, I just see it as highly likely that we'll see some progress here. And with this kind of progress within the nitty-gritty of getting the deal done, I personally am optimistic despite the uncertainty being brought up Through uh, essentially what what's happening currently with the president and i believe that with this passage of this bill regardless of turmoil sort of (laughs) all all kinds of turmoil going on in the world i believe that this will be bullish at least short term for a few months for the markets and for crypto holders i believe it'll be tremendously optimistic that's just based on exactly what happened over the last six months curious what you guys think let me know in the comments section below i'm always curious what this intelligent community has to say about this Um, But that's sort of my take on this, is that Um, Each and every day, it feels like we are getting closer. We are getting inching closer to a deal, and that deal, I believe, will set off the same chain reaction of events. And people always keep saying when I refer to stimulus, I'm not talking about the $1,200 check they're sending to individuals. I'm talking about the trillions of dollars that are finding their way into the market through a wide variety of means, oftentimes being put into the hands of extremely successful and not financially vulnerable companies that are using this for speculative gains, Oftentimes, banks and and large companies have gotten their hands on this money first. They're in, the, they're in charge of doling out the money for the PPP. There's a lot of interesting ways that where we've seen these huge players get more liquidity, and I believe that's what's going on. Um, I'm not talking about your grandma or whatever getting a $1,200 check and buying a quarter of a Bitcoin or a quarter of an Ethereum. That's not the kind of effect on the market I'm talking about. I'm talking about the big players, the big players here. And when they get flush with stimulus, what they do with it. And so this article just essentially echoes all that stuff we were talking about. Uh, And so this is one of the biggest pieces of news now is this Nasdaq whale emerging. And this is what I was talking about with there being some positives here. I'm going to make my head smaller. Um, and so essentially this Nasdaq whale and let me mute the okay, cool Make sure the site's muted. I hate when they have uh, audio on these financial sites If You guys notice that financial news sites are literally the most pop-ups and crazy stuff you've ever seen It literally feels like you're on you know Like you need an ad blocker on on the spammy internet of like the early or late 90s or something um, at any rate the Nasdaq whale emerges again and this is extremely bullish here because Uh, Throughout the last few months, we had this NASDAQ whale, who many eventually tied to SoftBank, and they were creating all kinds of bullishness, influencing the market. And so um, I'll link this article here uh, in the the comment section of this video, so you guys can check it out. But this is hugely bullish news, because this is... Um, To me, one of the biggest investors and influential investors over the last sort of few quarters, part of the reason why we were so bullish throughout the early part of 2020 was this NASDAQ whale. So seeing that tens of millions of dollars in options trades tied to the biggest American technology companies have again surfaced in U.S. markets weeks after the Japanese conglomerate SoftBank Group Corp was linked to similar wagers, this is, as many suspect, the reemergence of this whale and... As long as this whale has been active, the markets have been extreme. Capital E X T R E M E, extremely bullish. And so, as long as NASDAQ is bullish, and I keep showing this chart where, you know, we had this is the Dow, but if we go to the NASDAQ, which of course benefits in many ways from work from home as a lot of the stocks there are you know tied to technologies that we rely on yes there was a sell-off here however if we go to year to date we can see that as long as the nasdaq whale was active here we saw tremendous bullishness and we actually see almost the exact same chart upwards remember bitcoin peaked above twelve thousand and then got shoved down to the 10 thousands range this is exactly what happened here with the nasdaq the nasdaq had a lower low at a low uh, a higher low because they had circuit breakers where they actually stopped trading during this free fall here whereas we don't have circuit breakers here in the crypto land uh, industries, so this doesn't we didn't get to benefit from this. However, um, if we would have circuit breakers, we would have had probably a higher low, and Bitcoin went from about the mid 5000s up to the mid 12000s, and we saw almost the exact same movements here in the NASDAQ. And so, I believe that the NASDAQ and Bitcoin are trading you know almost identically in 2020 at least. Uh, so seeing the NASDAQ whale reemerge is good, even though we had a slight sell-off today. I believe that a stimulus bill will change all that. That's what I believe. 815 of you guys, thank you so much for watching. If you could go ahead and smash the like button, it would make me tremendously happy. It would be like an early uh, holiday gift for me. Uh, well, yep, we already saw this. I don't think there's that much reason to go into this. But essentially, prediction markets are, are not betting on a positive outcome here. I don't know, I don't want to comment on this. It's not really part of my uh, brand to comment on stuff like this, but wishing everyone good health is what I wish. Uh, We also have the news that Coinbase customers can now withdraw faster. Interesting stuff here. Probably doesn't impact too many people, but... uh, Uh, This is even more interesting is that Venezuela is trialing a decentralized stock exchange. Now, obviously, I'm not bullish on anything from Venezuela. However, I thought this was interesting just seeing how decentralization can work to allow for greater financial inclusion and opportunities. uh, This is an interesting thing to see how this plays out and maybe some other countries, smaller countries with smaller uh, economies will look to try something like this. But of course, one of my favorite pieces of news out of the day beyond the optimism, of course, out of the potential for a deal with uh, a new stimulus package with the new emergence of the NASDAQ whale is one of my favorite projects in the space, Utrust, getting the Binance treatment. And that came with a significant pump here. It went from about 13 cents all the way up to almost 20 cents here. Phenomenal growth out of Utrust. Big congrats to that team. As you guys know, I'm a big believer in their team and what they're doing. And so seeing them have this growth to me is just tremendously, tremendously bullish. So congrats to you trust. And again, you know, I, uh, I'm going to be covering this project ongoing because I'm a big believer that they are solving the payment side of things in a, a more elegant solution than I've seen anywhere else. And they just have a killer team, right? They have a killer team and their product is just, uh, it's just gorgeous. Like just looking at their site, everything that they do, the design, the functionality, um, it, it, it is a, The kind of product that you'd only hope to be uh, a crypto product, but, you know, historically crypto products just don't have this attention to detail, Uh, especially the way way they let you just anyone can pay with any currency, get paid out with any currency. That's the future of payments. And you should be able to hold any asset. Say you want to hold all your assets in, uh, you know, Tesla stock, say you just think Tesla is the best asset in the world and you want to hold all your assets in Tesla stock, well, in theory, in the future, you'd be able to just pay with Tesla stock and the other person could get US dollars or pounds or whatever. Currently, it only works with crypto, but I believe that that kind of stuff is coming. And so I see Utrust trust as part of a, a really whole, like, well-rounded payments ecosystem uh, in crypto. So congrats to them for getting the Binance treatment here. And then we also had Polka Starter uh, just smashing it. Obviously, I told you guys about this thing at 30 cents. Um, I'm a big bag holder of this as well. Uh, just you know full disclosure I'm a big uh, holder of this and I believe that this project is 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 you know it fits checks the boxes right it's a new exciting project to decks on Polkadot, and they're doing some really uh, interesting they have some interesting differentiators Um, but it peaked out the other day at about 87 cents I was worried that that would kind of be it for the run Um, but look it made a huge comeback here and now almost up to 80 cents again Uh, So congrats to Pokestarter, again, if you guys were following me on Twitter, you would have gotten that call uh, at about under 30 cents, I think it was about like 26 cents when I tweeted about it, Uh, and yeah, so Pokestarter is smashing it, and then I also wanted to, uh, for a second, briefly touch on uh, Parsec, so Parsec has been doing some awesome work, as you guys know, I'm really bullish on Parsec, Um, I think that, you know, this team is creating incredibly useful stuff for the blockchain stuff that you might assume is easier to actually extract data from the blockchain than it is blockchains are not that easy to extract data from they're very much so not easy but parsic is essentially this middleware that makes it very easy for you to get what you need and they're essentially creating these snapshots as well as a bunch of other useful tools to help companies and projects recover from the kucoin hack and we all know that the kucoin hack was one of the most significant in history and that it looks like they are going to be able to recover Uh, it didn't cause a significant dump on the prices which normally these big hacks do Um, but at any rate uh, they were showing how they can have snapshots uh, for all the token holders and addresses from before the hack um, allowing for all of these projects to essentially make sure that their token holders are able to recover and don't get screwed over by this essentially and then you can see you can request a snapshot over here I'm going to be covering in depth what Parsec did to help this uh, to help recover from the hack for a bunch of projects they started with Noya and then they ended up moving on to other projects uh, but like I said, uh, these are the reasons why I'm so bullish on these projects is because when I find projects that I believe serve a purpose, serve a true need, have a utility, that's what makes me bullish. More than anything else, it's the mindset of, is this product solving a critical problem in the ecosystem? And if the answer to that is yes, and they also have a reasonably priced market cap, which Parsecs to me is is underpriced, personally, I'm, I'm a big believer that Parsix market cap should be higher. Um, but, you know, I believe that they probably won't pump too hard until the market turns bullish again. But this is one that I could see doing some incredible gains once we turn, uh, once we get like a stimulus bill passed and stuff. I could see Parsec being a, a huge gainer, um, given that it's it's got a tiny, tiny uh, market cap. Uh, I think it's just like 8 million or something. Oh, 11 million. Uh, still, I believe this one could do some serious gains. I believe that they're providing the crypto community a really, really solid uh uh, service. So to me, I care about product. I care about use case. I care about team and technology. And I really like what they've done. So congrats to Parsec for helping sort out some of this hack stuff. And I'm really interested to see how this goes forward uh, with more people being aware of what their services are, how they how they're offered, and uh, just just the good work they're doing. Moving on to core, we have or not core. We'll do core in a second. Shout out to the core fam. Everyone go crazy. Uh, this was very interesting rack. So I used to be uh, Very into sort of like electronic music. Uh, I was used to make music and tour around um, But they had this this artist rack has always been around really really talented um, And they're actually very into crypto and so they're launching their own fan token. Or I guess they only they just launched it and um, I guess it pumped up to ten dollars for a second, but let's ignore that crazy pump uh, and it's starting to grow again Um, Over the last uh, few few minutes here and essentially I guessing this has to do I haven't looked at all the purposes of it But I think it's very interesting that you're seeing the experiment with fan tokens with social tokens community tokens Um, And it makes me want to do one here on the channel as well Like I'm not sure if you guys would respond to that or whether you guys would want that Um, But you know, this is definitely something I could see being interesting a community token uh, for the LEO trades community. And I was thinking you could do stuff like vote on projects for me to cover, um, have different kinds of events that you guys wanted me to vote on. I mean, essentially voting on what I cover and where I where I lend my research to, I think that would be a huge uh, interest. You guys can let me know whether you have an interest in something like that. Um, and as we see these develop, I could see this being a really fun use of sort of a community token, um, not just sort of airdropping it to people and just seeing what happens, right? Um, But at the same time, this is really awesome, very interesting, and to me, it makes me bullish uh, for other use cases for crypto, as I've been bullish on, you know, Juventus, not Juventus, uh, the Socios and Chili's for a long time, because they're essentially doing this with the biggest sports teams in the world, which are soccer teams, football teams, depending on where you are in the world. And uh, they've already gotten the biggest uh, teams in the world from Barcelona to Juventus, Real Madrid, uh, and, and they're doing some really impressive stuff. So I think the market and I think the world is uh, very, very much so interested in community tokens and, and having communities use tokens as a way to interact. We're seeing that same thing with Reddit, right, with their Reddit moons are already creating a crazy market cap of people really valuing these things so when people say that there's going to be millions of tokens or whatever I think of it quite the same way like a website where you can have a website for anything uh, and just because there's one amazing website like Google or whatever doesn't mean you can't have another website that does something completely different I think the same thing of tokens uh, that they will there will be tokens of almost everything and everyone and their personal worth In some ways will be tokenized communities will be tokenized it's very exciting to see this stuff uh, moving forward so that's how I feel about that and I'm really excited about this news and then finally core I mean does this thing ever stop I honestly thought it was you know I knew it had the chance but you know I was kind of like saying at literally one ethereum I think I started talking about this thing at like 200 bucks 300 bucks uh, but yeah, congrats to the core fam. You know this thing is an absolute beast nothing nothing But I'm, I'm happy for you guys. I am I definitely think that there's an opportunity uh, for people to essentially copy this like they did with the YFIs or the YFs you know where's the y f i i where's the core er <laughs> like give me the give me the clone here because I think that you know I can't buy into something that's this that's gained this much right it's gone up I think it was literally like fifty bucks or something at launch or had no value at launch, and then it went up to whatever it is now, which is insane so congrats to all them. Um, but I personally just can't bring myself to buy something that's pumped this much. Um, but I, I was positive on it. I was talking about it. And yeah, good, good for everyone. I definitely think that there's a lesson to be learned here about sort of like hyper deflationary tokens. Um, and I, I believe that there will be a wave of imitators for this. There probably already are. I just, I'm a little annoyed. No one's telling me about it. So if you guys know about the, the, the best core copies, let me know because I would throw a couple Ethan for sure. Alrighty, let me try to get to some comments here. I hope I didn't miss too many Um, It's the Q&A segment guys. It's your favorite segment. Let's get to it. When Lambo soon soon come Am I a fan of Theta? Yeah, Theta is cool. It's interesting. They have uh, a nice little life live streaming product I don't know. uh, I didn't see too many users on it. They have something like 200 actives uh, last time I checked Um, But yeah, it's it's definitely looks like it's a, a well functioning product. It works. Well, um, let's see I just see people talking about core somebody says all crypto is trash not so sir not so some expensive trash rot <laughs> yeah this is lucky I was tweeting about this my buddy lucky and I uh, it looks like a sushi swap thing I Don't know sushi swap didn't go well for me. Neither did sashimi swap. So I don't know Elio, what's the dealio? What do you have for dinner? <laughs> I haven't eaten dinner yet But thanks for asking any info on by not really not really uh, Honey swap. Yeah, I did a video on honey swap the other day um, 980 you guys do me a favor wherever you are in the world smash that like button. I appreciate you thoughts on XRP EWT collab. I didn't know they were collabing. I'll look into that but you know EWT has some really amazing things they're doing and I'm a, you know there's very few issues I care about as much as environmentalism and to me a switch to solar energy renewable energy. It's very cool to me and if you can make money on it even cooler I mean it seems logical that everyone would be able to collect energy from renewables and sell them into the grid and that a blockchain system would make sense for that. So if EWT becomes the de facto network, then gosh knows how much that could be worth. Uh, ch- ch- shroom or bonk? Um, so I'm not actually sure. Last time I saw a shroom was just only kept growing. I bet it dumped a little. Yeah, I was waiting for it to dump a little because it really just like was keeping going to the point where, you know you know when you see a chart that just, yeah, this is where it was, just kept growing, kept growing, kept growing. Um, it's interesting right they're talking about lots of buzzwords that i think hit on the right topics um, i just think that it's a little bit more of a speculative play right now um, a little a little too highly speculative i looked at it for five ten minutes and it looks interesting cool but like no more there's nothing like tremendously solid behind it so just seems like it's a slightly remixed uh, meme it's like a meme remix LTC sucks. Yeah, I've never been bullish on Litecoin. <laughs> yeah, YFE. I mean YFE was interesting to me. I put it on my coins list and they had so much total value locked. It's crazy, but just I, I don't know. The, the the coin never, never performed. It only dumped. I don't know what to say. That's that's why like the YF clones to me, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of clear understandings of what gives them value appreciation in the token because some with the highest tvl don't perform like yfv and some that are just brand new and memey perform like crazy so it's really just it just feels feels like too much of a, a slot machine pull uh, these YF clones, it feels way too much like a gamble. Whereas other tokens, you can see more fundamentals. You can understand th- their journey from a product standpoint. And it just sits better with me. And just uh, those plays, whether or not I miss out on some of the gains, I'm not going to get all the gains. Like, But I believe that it's important to formulate a strategy that maximizes your percentage of results, that sort of plays the statistical odds, so that out of 100 times, you're right more often than you're wrong. And that those times that you're right present disproportionate gains to those losses that's why crypto has an asymmetric portfolio or an asymmetric Profile. So you could potentially make 20x off of one uh, investment where you might lose 30, 40, 50% on the other ones. So if you have 10 plays and you make 20x on one, but you lose 50, 60% on all the rest, you've still made a huge amount of money. And so, or per, by percentage. And so it's important to understand statistics uh, as you're going through this because you're just, just not all of them are going to be winners, unfortunately, even if they have everything going right for them. Elio, would you spend the time learning honey and buying through HoneySwap instead of Uniswap? I don't have a lot of free time, so take that in consideration with your reply. Well, you don't have to learn that much. You don't have to learn that much to use HoneySwap. Uh, It takes about probably like five minutes to get set up max even if you don't know what you're doing all you have to do is set your MetaMask up then do your bridge payment, moving your die into uh, X die I believe is just the, the whole thing it just if you don't know what you're doing it might be very unfamiliar um, but it, it's not like this isn't like an investment it's not like becoming like a lawyer or something you don't have to invest that much time it's just a question of whether other people will and make that investment it, as a product creator in the world There's something called the funnel Uh, and so you you have a funnel and this is the visual and it's because you can have the the most amount of the people at the top of the funnel, meaning someone who sees like a YouTube ad or someone who sees a Google ad or a Facebook ad or you pay an influencer and everyone who follows their page sees that ad. So everyone who sees the ad is like at the top of the funnel, but then you get the next level, which is who clicks through the ad. Then you get the next level of the funnel, which is who actually puts in their email address. Then you get the next phase, which is who actually confirms their email address and activates their account. And then you get the next level, which who who actually transfers funds or makes a purchase. So at each stage, there's drop off. And so when you have like HoneySwap, where essentially the first stage of the funnel is you need to set up a MetaMask and do this and do that. That alone is a step that I see whoosh, just cutting the funnel down really significantly. And so from a marketing perspective, how many crypto users are there in the world? Just say of actives, really actives, just call it like half a million. Maybe I I'd argue that it's way less. I'm not talking about total people who have ever bought it. I mean, like active people who, if you put something in front of them now, they would, they would have the ability to act on it, like they have an active MetaMask that they've used in the last 30 days. And I, I don't have a, a data source for that because it's really hard because the actual amount of wallets in play and use is not act accurate because I, I have like nine or 10 wallets. I know most people have many wallets. And so you have to do big division on, on the total active wallets. So I think that it's just that first phase. It's like, who could this even appeal to? And then who's going to go through the technical steps? And so you end up with a funnel of just a few thousand people, really, I think, that, that'll go through that. And that's just a really, really small bucket of fish to be uh, fishing in. All right. Uh, Joshesito. Josh, Thank you for all your hard work. Best channel on YT hands down. If someone had a sizable crypto position, I think it's a great hedge to be short equities. If stocks fall and drag cryptos down, it's a great offset. That's a great. Uh, that's a great perspective. Thanks for sharing it, Josh Acito. Uh I personally think that we're gonna play very similarly to the equities as far as like total value like gained and lost in percentages. Um, and so yeah, I mean one of the easiest things you can do if you really want a hedge right now is just to farm with stable coins. you guys are getting great returns each and every day just farming with stable coins. say you have $100,000 you can like in some of these stablecoin markets get up to you know a half a percent a day and so a half a percent of $100,000 you know it's like you know a pretty significant amount of money 500 bucks a day right so that's that's not chump change right that's not and so I think that If you have a sizable position farming with stables, which is a new phenomenon thanks to the YF generation that we're in, it's pretty cool that you can get those kinds of returns. And so, to me, it's just a matter of uh, depending on your risk appetite, you know, uh, either you could short here in crypto land, uh, which is risky as well, because things pump unsuspecting. Uh, If it's too obvious of a short, chances are it won't happen, uh, because the, the whales will look at the market books and they'll sometimes wipe out the sh- If you guys look at my video yesterday, I talked about scamwicks and how futures exchanges can liquidate people. Um, and again, getting rid of some of these shadier futures exchanges is a good thing for crypto, I believe. And so even though we saw a wave of regulatory activity today, I believe that cleaning up the space, getting ready for an ETF and keeping good actors in it while trying to remove actors that are of dubious character, that's to me, extremely long-term bullish. And so as far as the long-term view of things, yeah, cool, we get a sell-off because they they kicked BitMEX out, which, by the way, if you have coins on BitMEX, I'd remove them. I'd remove them for sure. Um, But more importantly, uh, if we get a Bitcoin ETF, we can see investment into the Bitcoin asset directly uh, through this ETF from pensions and other huge endowments and big investment groups uh, that managed trillions of dollars and that would move the Bitcoin price undoubtedly, right? And so that's something that I believe is long-term bullish. I believe it's healthy for the space. And I also, you know, based on my own professional experience, heard that this was coming uh, because we were going to set up a futures exchange and we were like, this lawyer was just like, you shouldn't do that unless you plan to never come to the United States again or whatever because there's a big crackdown Coming, and so you know, I trusted the information. Although, as you know, some of my friends in the uh, crypto community pointed out, yeah, you've heard people say this for a very long time. Rarely is it true, and so I was just happy that this information was true. It saved me probably a lot of, a lot of anguish here. But you know, at any rate, uh, I believe that this is all with the goal of setting up an, a crypto uh, Bitcoin ETF. I believe that they're trying to clear the field here and get a playing field. A you know, make sure that the big players are people. Who they more or less trust, and so I don't know. Maybe this has a potential negative for finance. I don't know. I would, if I was one of these big exchanges, I would be uh, getting ready for a potential call and a potential knock on the door. So everyone's saying that uh, the Trump news is bearish. I don't know. I don't think it is necessarily. I think that we still don't know any information. Uh. Pumped 5X, not sure what you're talking about. I don't have enough ETH to farm. Oh, well. Yeah, well, I mean, it's all percentages, right? You're just getting the same percentages. I know you haven't been red-pilled on Ultra yet, but the biggest value prop on the ability to own and resell digital downloads through NFTs. So it's like I own the game as an NFT and I can resell on the secondary marketplace. Yeah, that's cool. Definitely cool. Um, I see it as valuable, um, however, yeah, it's valuable, uh, it does, of course, bring up the question of, for the games, put yourself in the position of the game studio, that's what I guys want, I want to challenge you guys to do this, when you see something like Ultra, and I'm not saying anything bad about Ultra, I actually love all blockchain gaming projects, and the only time I criticize is because I want to elevate them, not to just doing something that is nice to have but actually bring something that's going to make users jump into your ecosystem and so it is a value add for the user but the only reason why they will be users there is if uh, they get a lot of good games um and it's just hard right it's hard people are they're creatures of habit and essentially Everyone's in Steam. Everyone has friends on Steam. Everyone is in Epic Game Store. They have friends on Epic Game Store because of Fortnite and because of Counter-Strike and all that stuff. And so there's like a big history and a social... Uh, Sort of element there tying people to these game stores And so I think that the first step for me is seeing blockchain gaming take hold and then potentially You know this this value out of being able to resell games is interesting, too But you have to put yourself in the shoes of the game studio Which is do you want your users to be able to easily sell copies of their game to each other for under market? Because otherwise why are they gonna buy it for more than they can just buy it from the normal sale so it's got to be under markets. You're essentially saying, hey, we're going to allow our users to resell games to each other and undercut our own ownership, or our own sales. And so I just think that it's going to be a hard sell for the big games. And I think that it's going to take some time. That said, uh, I wish Ultra a tremendous amount of luck. And I actually want to sit down with the Ultra team and, and get a pulse from them as to what their real value props are. And maybe there's some stuff that I haven't quite considered yet, but you know, I'm open to it, Um, but you know, they're they're doing great stuff. They have a partnership with Ubisoft. I just can't quite get my head wrapped around when users are going to jump in and when the studios are going to jump in and really be like, yes, this, because I could see it, you know, some studios feeling quite threatened by that taking away from their revenue. Um, how cool would it be if a P2P rental market emerged where users got a portion of fees based on how many copies of the NFTs are staked in a pool? Yep. Well, just so you guys know, I'm extremely bullish on nft uh, because I believe that that's coming. But I believe that one of the biggest issues is also that we don't have valuable NFTs, really. Uh, I, I, the, the digital art thing is cool, and I think that it's going to have waves just speculation, just like all forms of art are just speculation. But I think that the big wave is in gaming and it's in having a true AAA game, a true game that people love like a Warzone or a Fortnite or something like that. I believe that the magic is in getting one of those games to uh, have their items be on the blockchain and give true item ownership and then have those items be scarce. So if you had a Fortnite skin that was so cool but there was only 5,000 of them, 10,000 of them uh, and then people just wanted to to use it, I believe that that's like a big driver of demand uh, for resale um, and even for stuff that you're talking about here. I think that what you're talking about really cool. Uh, so what, what can I say I'm a fan? All right, let me try to catch up here. I might have missed a few comments. What are your top three DeFi alts you're invested in? Hmm. Gosh. So I'm invested in a lot of DeFi alts but the top three are you talking about by market cap by it's hard to rate. Are you talking about like what I expect to make the most gains from the most gains are going to come from the low cap gems. And a lot of those, you know, I've, I've gone over them. Like I could see, um, uh, some of the oracles doing amazing gains. Uh, I'm big in, I'm heavily invested into Lincoln band and DIA, uh, Teller. I'm heavily invested into, um, let me get off this shroom finance thing. I don't want this to be on my hole. I'll put, put us back on you trust. Uh, yes, I am invested into uh, the presale for Bondly as well. Whoever just asked that. Um, but obviously like Lend is huge, Aave, I think synthetics is big, um, I'm probably Aave is one, one that I think is going to continue to do amazing gains, and then REN, I'm really big on REN, I think like that passageway between Bitcoin and DeFi, and being able to profit from the, the transitions, that's like to me is really big, and so I'm, I'm big into REN, I know that wasn't a three or a really organized list, but there you go. Um, I'm I'm big on a lot of them, big on a lot of them, but the, the, the markets move so fast that to me, if you're asking what should you buy right now, that's a different question. Again, I can't give you financial advice. That's not what I do. All right. Encore is the next core. That's, that makes sense. Encore. I like that. That's, that's some branding I can get behind. Um, I don't know enough about it to go into it on live stream though. I'm going to switch back to a full screen here. Alright. Steam that like button. Yup. Thousand of you guys in the house. Thank you guys so much. If you guys could smash the like smash the like, I would really appreciate it. Uh, Rio DeFi, yeah, I'm expecting more more pumpamentals from Rio. They had a really bad start, and I think that was just the pre-sale bags. Uh, that there was too many pre that just dumped. Uh, there's too much uncertainty in the market, but I'm expecting it to do well. Um, I, I still believe it'll have a nice, strong bounce back, especially as we get a stimulus bill passed. Something like a Rio DeFi, I believe, is, is a prime target, fitting into a lot of different narratives. Um, Elio Trades, do you think a decentralized dating app would make sense? How How would that add value? What would that do? I don't know. I I personally uh, have trouble. So if you're talking about like an app that would track identity so that you have like a confirmation that the person you're talking to is the person they claim to be uh, like blockchain identity I could see a value out there but that's not really about the app as much as the identity so I don't think maybe just having a blockchain identity thing built into like Tinder would be probably a better version than trying to make a decentralized dating app. Though I am a big believer that there's always a need for more dating apps. Dating apps are like clubs or restaurants they get popular and then people cycle through them some people have good experiences bad experiences and the people who have bad experiences often leave and uh, you know much like some kind of like nightclub or something they go through cycles and so um, I believe there's always a need for new ones however I don't see how decentralization really helps not in a genuine way it's more of a gimmick uh... I'm not familiar with Dexy, uh, I was offered a part of the pre-sale, but I didn't get into it. I, uh, I don't know too much about it. Serum, yeah, big on Serum, big on Serum, what can I say? <laughs> everybody be nice, everybody be nice. Sand and Serum, yep, quality. What do I think about blockchain social media platforms like Hyper? Gosh, I'm not bullish, guys, I'm not, what can I say, not really. Um, the problem is that social is owned by one company, Facebook. They own Instagram, they own Facebook, they own uh, WhatsApp, uh, and then, you know, we see TikTok was the first real successful social media uh, property outside of that uh, that ecosystem. And then you see that Twitch was obviously popular, but there hasn't been a successful new social media app in... TikTok was originally Musical.ly. That started literally in like 2013 or something. So seven, eight years ago is when that started. So to me, it's like the idea of a blockchain social media company popping out when you've had everyone in the world for the last 15 years has been trying to build a competitor to Facebook, uh, to Instagram. The odds to me are just overwhelmingly, overwhelming. But, uh, you know, who knows? It could happen, right? You see all the censorship going on on YouTube. You see all the censorship going on on Twitter. You think that there might be one, but I'm not. I'm just not that, uh, I'm not a believer until I see it, I'll see, I'll see it when I believe it, or I'll believe it when I see it, is FSW dead, I don't think so, I think they're about to launch their product last time I understood, uh, we'll see, we'll see, again, I don't want to over promote it right now, because they haven't launched it, but they've been going through their beta, and I even saw, I don't even want to talk about that, but I even saw implications that they might be getting a, a really big centralized exchange listing, but that's unconfirmed, unconfirmed. Thoughts on Moonswap. Yeah, it looks interesting. Looks interesting. They've actually been trying to get in touch with me. Um, their token just is, just got dumped on, so I'm wondering whether they had some bad tokenomics or something, but it just the thing just dumps. Uh, crypto and politics are on an inevitable collision course. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. How do you know YNJ... The... <laughs> I don't know what I'm just reading right now. Polls, Binance and Coinbase listing coming. I hope so. That would be really bullish. (laughs) That would be really, really bullish. Um, Yeah, so this comment about XRP, can't believe all the updates and news I'm seeing about XRP and how they're going to solve a trillion dollar issues yet. They are trading for 23 cents. I think they can potentially go off. What do you think? All right, well, if you're new, sounds like you might be a little new to crypto, uh, XRP has been promising to solve really big issues for a very long time. However, XRP and the company behind them, Ripple, are two separate entities. Now, Ripple, the software company is very successful and they've made a ton of money selling software solutions that use blockchain to banks, but not necessarily solutions that use XRP. They're trying more and more to integrate it. uh, But at first in 2017, it looked like XRP was gonna get adopted by every big bank in the world. And it turned out that that's not the case. And so what we've seen is instead banks are like, cool, we'll build our own solution. And so I I don't think it is a safe bet to assume that XRP is going to get adopted uh, by all these banks. I think that it's more likely that we're going to see uh, banks create their own solutions like we saw with JP Morgan coin, JPM coin. And To me, the the more eventual reality is seeing XRP announce that they're moving into smart contracts and dApps is to me a little bit like them waving the white flag. And it's like, why wouldn't you have announced this four years ago? Like you, you knew about Ethereum, you knew about all these things. So yeah, like XRP, I hope they solve a lot of issues, but they're not getting my money. Also, they sell a lot of their tokens they sell them uh, to OTC to buyers and that's how they've made a lot of their revenues by dumping the token to big buyers and so there's always like this price suppression going on with XRP yeah it's a dead thing who knows they might pump but it's just if you're getting into XRP you're probably in for a lot of pain Elio, long time, no word on V-Vet, V-Chain, still bullish? I'm bullish on the company, not necessarily the token. Uh, Do you think that Core will pull a YFI? Didn't it already pull a YFI? I mean, it's huge already. Uh, All right, guys. My beauty Daya dumped on the KuCoin hack. I love this Oracle. Do you see the future for Daya? I certainly do. Yeah, I certainly do. I think it'll bounce um mantra dow yep i see it bouncing really hard when uh, the market turns back on all right guys um i just see like kind of a smattering of different coins here but i hope this has helped you guys i believe that we're sitting you know in the same position we were but even a little closer with the proposals made by pelosi the negotiation happening and as weird as this sounds i know a lot of people think that this is extremely bearish but I think that uh, the the president getting sick is possibly going to make these negotiations a smoother process, showing that they want to get things out and get things done. Uh, and to me, that's extremely bullish. And if the stimulus bill gets passed, two trillion plus dollars of stream- stimulus, that's going to, in my mind, be another leg of bullishness, as we saw throughout 2020. And when the music stops, that's when I'll be Probably quite bearish right because there's not a lot of fundamentals here um, That I see being overwhelming um, And that I still think that there's a a variety of factors that need to mature um, Before we'll see like full billions of people adopting uh, Crypto, I'm personally a believer that will happen with gaming. That's my big belief, but I do believe that in the short term there will be a dip and in these next couple of weeks of dip until we get a full stimulus bill passed i believe that the entry points into certain alts will provide amazing amazing opportunities that's my belief i could be wrong i could be extremely extremely right i personally am getting excited for it because I see the potential for another leg of bullishness here in the alts in 2020 and I believe that it's going to be a unique circumstance that very well might not happen in the same way uh, in the foreseeable future or ever again. I think there could be just an amazing pop off. Um whether the money finds its way into the altcoins that have been dominating narratives like polka dot um or like oracles, uh that's to be seen, but I believe that it's a high likelihood. I also think that the best gains are probably going to come from newer projects, uh, like newer hot polka dot projects, newer hot oracles, um, interesting YF projects that pop up once the market kind of turns on again. Um, And so I believe, you know, right now, while most people are running away saying, oh, I'm not getting rich immediately that that's the cooling off period that presents the opportunity when everyone's just making money by throwing darts at the crypto market that's when stupidity reigns, right and so the fact that people are having to work for it having to be patient having to use. You know macro analysis having to fight their emotional reactions to stay in the markets. uh, I think it presents a huge opportunity and that's what I wanted to leave you with is my optimism. I'm optimistic that there will be another leg here. And in the meantime, you don't have to be crazy because there hasn't been a huge confirmation of that. There will be projects like Pokestarter and core that keep coming up. But I think to just expect some of these age old established projects to just turn on and start pumping. I think we need a more macro movement of the market which will come with stimulus now if you guys agree with that do me a favor and smash that like button. If you guys are excited for what crypto has to offer, if you guys aren't phased and you're not currently being shaken out of the market, then throw me some comments in the comment section below. Each and every comment on this video is entered to win your very own Ledger Nano S. If you want to connect with me, I highly encourage you guys to follow me on Twitter. Like I said, I called Pokestarter at 30 cents and it's gone up to do a 3X on that. And so if you guys are interested in more sort of impulsive, less produced video content that I'm creating, join my Telegram t.me slash trades. the uh, link for that is in the description as well as follow me on Twitter I've been tweeting like a fiend Uh, I actually really enjoy it I only started really tweeting like a lot in uh, about July, August and you know I think it's my now second favorite social media platform so definitely follow me there Um, I'm going to be creating all kinds of different content there If you guys want, uh, let me know, of course, what you guys think about having like a community token uh, for this ecosystem where we could vote on like topics for me to cover and stuff like that. I think it's actually an interesting thing to consider. Uh, So I'll look into getting one of those set up if you guys want that. And if not, who cares? We don't have to do it. Um, As usual, I thank you guys so much for watching. You guys rock wherever you are in the world. I'm wishing you a happy and healthy start of your weekend. And of course, my name's Elio Trades. See you very soon on the next episode.